Yeah, da, 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 da. Patsy. <laughs> <laughs> You're going back to a place that didn't treat you very well the first time. Mm. What was a place back in your day that you kept finding yourself even though you didn't like it? Mm. I guess perhaps it was cemeteries. You grow up in Pine Barrow and you had the cemetery around the Temple of Busca. And obviously the things made out of pine. Usually caskets. Especially when the war started. Rows and rows of cascading caskets. You go out to sea, to war, to get away from at least where it hits home. And you find that everything you're on is just a new casket. The pine boat you sail upon. The pine dock. I guess something I can't escape and even now definitely can't escape is death. Last time on Queer Dungeoneers. Death is life? Lenny and Benny know where the Black Gate is? It's all too much to keep up with. The party are on their way to cross the border forest into Gizmodon to meet with Romeo and start their journey off the edge of the world. To cover their tracks, they've sent out carts in all directions from Magnus. Let's just hope it's enough to go undetected. You have been riding for some time in this cart. You're coming along the road and there's sort of a blockade or a checkpoint. And you can see that there are a few guards uh, standing there that motion at you to halt. Okay. So Jolene's going to be invisible with the cloak. Mm -hmm. Does it make more sense for Patsy to be invisible or for Cremora to be invisible? Who's better at talking? I've got a plus one to charisma. I'm definitely better with my minus one to charisma. (laughs) Well, Patsy's invisible then. Yeah, I was just saying, like, I'm a mouse or like a cat or something in the back of the wagon. Just trying to be nondescript and small. Not words I would normally use to describe. (laughs) In that case, I guess, Cremora, what are you doing? I'll pull up and kind of be ready to comply and whatever, but also ready to commit unspeakable acts of violence. (laughs) (laughs) Hello, good traveller. Sorry, I um, I just got to check, you know, a little bit about you, uh, where you've been, what you're doing, why you're, what brings you this way. Um, We're in times of heightened security. Uh, certainly. What brings you along these roads? Well, um, I'm just travelling into Ortus. I was going to petition the Empress. Oh, oh, truly. Well, um, what issue? Ah, uh, well, um, there's, uh, there, there have been some issues with regards to various uh, tithes and taxation uh, things. My, my family's farm can't keep up with it, and... My family's farm, she says, dressed as a wizard. She has a cloak on. Okay, sorry. No, I never said this was a good excuse. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, well, if you do get into petition, the Empress, could you please um, say that the guards also should get a raise? Um, and also, uh, my ID number is 2568. Um, just, can you please say that I gave you really good service? Uh, yes, <laughs> of course. Oh, fantastic. All right, so you're going to Ortis? Mm-hmm. All right, well, here you go. Here's your Ortisian pass. You'll need it at the checkpoint up ahead to get onto the road to Ortis. He passes you a slip of paper with a stamp on it. I should have realised that we were going to Purple Leaf. 
<laughs> I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Security is all uh, very, very strict at the moment, as I'm sure you can understand. Dangerous incidents, uh, deceptions, murders of officials by wizardly miscreants. Oh no, how terrible. <laughs> oh, wizards, I don't trust them one bit. No, me neither. But they do make some good stuff like this. This uh, face dentifier here. Shit. And they pull out like a rod. If you don't mind, I just need to, to swipe this across your face, make sure that there aren't any current warrants out for you. Certainly. <laughs> oh dear. <laughs> I will do whatever pantomime I have to. I will throw away my dignity if there is some way I can cast a spell magic and stop this fucking break this wand in this man's hand. <laughs> I elbow whoever's closest to me, pretending I'm stretching or, you know, then continuing the stretch, bring my hands back round and kind of mime the um hand gestures for dispel magic. <laughs> oh shoot, you can't cast a spell while invisibility Oh no, it's Patsy can't, is it? No, while the spell isn't going, you can't cast a spell at all. Oh. Scrap that entire thing. I completely forgot that, that was a thing. No, I know exactly what I'll do. <gasps> yeah, I, I'm sorry, I pulled you over a very long way away from where I was standing. I'm nearly there though. <laughs> <laughs> Just a few more steps. <laughs> Well, I, I mean, I'm in a bit of a hurry, and I—I I mean, I—I'm just—I'm just a humble farmer. There's really no need to scan it, and I'm sure if you just let me through, and I'll—I'll I'll make sure to put in an even better word than I was going to before. You know, roll parlay. Okay, I have a plus one on this. That's a four. We're going with Plan B. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh no! God. Oh no! He looks at you and he says, I'm picking up what you're putting down. All right, on you go. Um, <laughs> I do not like this, Sammy. <sighs> Enjoy your time in Ordis, good farmer. Thank you. Go forward. Half-hearted horse noises. Hey. So for no particular reason, I know we don't normally focus on minute details like this, but where do you make camp that night? What, what's the area like? <laughs> off the road mm. somewhere where at a casual glance it's oh they're just you know it's just a farmer okay and i think as like an added deterrent nim's probably like patrolling the area as a bear just trying to be like scary berry scary don't come bear. this way scary bear <laughs> <laughs> <Don't> sp- <laughs> okay so you're on patrol um can you roll me wisdom oh uh, that's an eight. Nime, you're on patrol, and with your beautiful, big, wet bear nose, you smell horses. That are not our horses. <laughs> that are not your horses. They have their own unique horsey stank. I think I circle back into camp and kind of make a noise to kind of alert everyone. Just like, rawr! <laughs> <laughs> no, not like that. I don't want to be loud. Like snorting, you know? <laughs> Why can't I do noises today? Everyone, uh, Nim has hay fever. <laughs> <laughs> I do have shoot first, which is you're never caught by surprise. When an enemy would get the drop on you, you get to act first instead. Hell yes. 
Well, in that case, um, Jolene, I think you get the best warning then. You see Nim and you realize that she never huffs like that because she would much prefer to growl loudly. So you know something is wrong. And as you look in the woods, from the firelight of your camp, you catch the glint of steel. Guys, weapons! And then pull out a throwing dagger and throw it at the glint of steel that she saw in the woods. Yeet it into that good night. Yes. Okay, roll me volley. Do not yeet gentle into that good night. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I yeet real good. Uh, that's a nine plus stuff. Yeah, that's a 12. Uh, with a 12, roll your volley damage. Okay, well, I rolled a five plus two, so that's seven. Your shot lands true. And you hear sort of a yelp from the forest that sounds like a person. And then from the other side of the camp, a figure in dark plate mail runs in on horseback. And they are holding a bow and arrow. And they aim and shoot at... I mean, the bear? (laughs) I mean, mean the bear, though? (laughs) That makes sense. That's fair. Nime, you have a split second as they level the shot. Oh, Jesus. Um, I think I'm just going to act really threatening. I want to kind of position myself as the biggest target. Did you want to roll that as a defend and then you keep that whole okay, as long yeah. as you're doing the, that action? Um, so roll constitution. That is a 10. Um, well, I rear up. Mm. So I'm like really tall yeah. and I roar. But in that case, this shot will just still yep, hit you. Yeah, that's cool. So roll uh, D8 damage, and it has one piercing, so it'll ignore one armor. Cool. That is four minus one, so three damage. Yeah, you take three damage. An arrow sinks into Nime, who is just posturing and taking so much command of this battlefield. Jolene has just hurled this knife. Patsy and Cremora, what's happening? I am going to barrel forward towards the Dark Knight, the w- the one who was on horseback who fired an arrow at Nim, and see if I can't leap with Benny and essentially drive the blade into the middle section while knocking them off a horse. All right, roll me some hack and slash. Rolling plus strength. Um, that is 13. Don't you have some special thing as well? Oh, yes. I have smash. When you deal hack and slash on 12 plus, deal your damage plus choose something physical. Your target has a weapon, their position, a limb, and they lose it. The sword itself cuts in and then sort of bends up and it like bends up the plate. So as I push him off the horse, they're sort of losing the midsection benefit of whatever armor they have. That person you just hit won't have armor anymore. Okay, rolling a d10 plus a d4 for Merciless. That is nine points of damage. And they fall dead. (laughs) Oh, wait, ten damage. It doesn't matter, they're very dead. They're so (laughs) dead. They're splattered. Okay, that's handled. And point over into the forest where I'm presuming someone, like, people are now emerging. Well, you're not sure how many people there are yet in this fight, but you you know of the two. Mm. Because I'd like to cast Fireball on the person that Jolene hit. Okay, straight into the forest? Yep. Nime will remember this. If they're dealing with a forest fire, they can't chase us. <laughs> Jesus. If we're dealing with a forest fire, we can't run. <laughs> <laughs> That's a 10. Oh, God. Okay, roll your damage. Fuck's sake. That's four damage, ignoring armor. 
Kramora, you launch this ball of green fire into the woods, following the same trajectory that you saw Jolene shoot her knife at, trusting her aim. It hits and impacts and then expands out in flame, eating that section of the woods. As the smoke clears, their corpse is on the ground. The horse runs off. (laughs) Thank you. (laughs) But you have set a whole fucking quarter of the forest on fire, so they're now where it was very dark. The night is lit in green. It takes a second for everyone, but as you get your sort of awareness of the situation, you see on the other two sides of you, one coming in from where you would have left the road and one coming from the other edge of a forest are two more of these figures on horseback. Can I yell at the horses? <laughs> You're trying to scare away the horses? Yeah, I want to get the horses and just, like, dump them and run. Can I get charisma? That's double sixes, so plus charisma is, um, well, that's plus nothing, so it's 12. Rawr! We're fucking centrist, we have no stake in this! <laughs> um, and they spin around and start going the other way. We're lily-livered cowards! <laughs> the death knight's on top of them. They're taken aback for the moment, and then they roll off of their horses and hit the ground. <laughs> that was easy. <laughs> Patsy. I think you have an issue as you're standing there when an arm grabs your leg. Oh, fuck me. (laughs) (sighs) And as you look down, it is the now bony hand of the knight that you just killed. (sighs) Oh, this this is a real uh, brain teaser right here. Hmm. I have a big sword. I have an arm. Uh, no more arm. Um, I'm gonna hack off this arm. Hack and slash. That is another 12. Fuck my life. So another smash. Um, so that arm is no longer an arm. It is bone meal. <laughs> Three damage. I rolled the lowest possible, which was two ones on a d10 and a d4, and then I have plus one. Wow. Yep. So the arm comes clean off, but Mm. the rest of the form does sort of shamble up now and stand. So everyone, there's fire to one side of you. One of the dead knights has now risen again, their flesh sort of peeling off (sighs) as they become uh, skeletal. And there are two horseless... <laughs> horseless chaps. Horseless chaps <laughs> trying their best. What Jolene is going to do, she is going to take out a knife and dip it in serpent's tears. And then she is going to fade into the underbrush. So she's going to go hide in some of the stark shadows being thrown by the mystical green fire and then hold still so the invisibility kicks in. Can you roll me dex to do your actual getaway? Okay, well, I rolled two twos, so that's a four, plus my dex, which is a seven. Still a success, but only partial. One of the two horseless chaps (laughs) puts out a hand and dark energy spills from it and grabs after you, Jolene, and it sort of hits you and then pulls back from you just as you land in the brush. You only feel sort of like a small effect from that, so can you take a d4 damage ignoring armor? 
Okay, that's two. Okay, so you take two damage. The energy sort of comes back to them and seems to plate them and make them look more powerful. Uh, who haven't we heard from in a while? Cremora. Cremora. Um, set the fucking forest on fire. I set the forest on fire. Why stop there? <laughs> oh, Jesus. I have, I'm a, look, I'm, a, I'm like a two-trick pony. What do you want? Um, it's just Ursa and Nim's head being like, really? <laughs> this one? <laughs> hey, hey, you, you. I don't I like, like your girlfriend. <laughs> <laughs> and I especially don't like <laughs> the, the environmental destruction and the eldritch horror. <laughs> I will do an 180 degree turn and... Cast a fireball at the nearest one. All right, roll for fireball. That's an eight. I will put myself in danger on the spot, etc. Um, that's eight damage, ignoring armor. This blast hits true, and it obliterates these two figures. Even the one drenched in this new power is no match to a Cremora ball. However... The horses that you have, they were already uneasy after this uh, threatening roar that Nime let out. And now with all these blasts of fire around them, they are totally freaking out. They are acting purely out of fear, not out of rationality. And they sort of take the last good sliver of forest that's not on fire or full of bears, and they bolt. They bolt in that direction. Shit. Bollocks, that's bad. You have lost your horses. Okay, that's fine, I guess. So there's currently one undead one and one living one. No? There's one undead one. Yeah, because that fireball would have hit both. I would like to just stroll over to the undead one and just, like, knock it over with my paw. <laughs> just <laughs> like, do 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 you are no threat. Okay, hack and slash. <laughs> A ten. Woo! Nice. Yeah. You take out this last enemy. All of the soldiers seem to be dead for now, but you are surrounded by green flame. Your horses are gone. Your camp is nearly going to burn um, with all your things in it. What are you all doing? Uh, Smokey the Bear, you got any ideas? <laughs> I do, but it sounds like Jolene also has an idea. I don't really have an idea. I'm just running around frantically picking up my stuff. <laughs> <laughs> shit, 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 shit. <laughs> I'm just imagining Jolene trying to decide, like, uh, basic camping supplies, pretty rock. Basic camping supplies, pretty rock. <laughs> <laughs> I would like to turn into a water bear. Instead of a bear bear. <laughs> just a literal tiny grade, just like... <laughs> yeah, yeah, you just freaked out. You're tiny, you get dried out immediately by the heat, you die. No, 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 a water <laughs> space bear. No, yeah, shit, yeah, that's still a tiny grade. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so you would like to turn into a wet bear. A wet bear. So I want to turn into an water elemental that looks like a bear, but it's really cool because I'm an actual bear right now, right? And so I just kind of nod, and then... And I'm a water-based bear. Oh, that's a six, though. You turn into this water bear, but you feel that to be in this form for very long or to try and actually hurl yourself at this fire would be very, very damaging and rather ineffectual. The fire is hotter than you are wet. (laughs) (laughs) Hmm... 
can I put out part of the fire? Enough for everyone to get out of this terrible ring of fire? How much damage do you think that that would be? I don't care because I'm going to shed. (laughs) You run through the fire, carving this path behind you, feeling the heat intensify, intensify, and you can't take it anymore, and you spit back into your human form at the edge of the flames. All of your stuff, like your bedding, is going to be set up and is going to still be there in that ring of fire. Obviously, you could all have time to grab your packs, but I kind of want to make this like a condition. So I want each of you to tell me one thing that wasn't sitting there ready in your bag and then tell me whether you would risk going back to get it or not. I guess my stuff. I think I probably laid it down. Uh, my potion brewing equipment. Oh, you had it out ready to brew potions? Yeah. And do you go back for it? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I think the thing that was out was Kamora's bag of books. Okay, and do you go back for them? Yeah, why not? Okay. And Patsy, do you actually have anything? The only thing I can think of is the brass knuckles, but they're literally a weapon, so they're probably... Yeah, they're on you. That is my only possession. (laughs) Patsy, then, you don't have anything to lose, but you do notice Nim's staff lying there. Okay. I noticed that, as well as my friends going back for shit. I try to grab the staff and see if I can slam my sword blade down toward the ground to sort of squash down the incoming embers sort of standing as a front between the the closest edge of the flame and the party Jolene and Cremora you run back to get these vital possessions of yours Patsy you stand there in guard of them so roll me defy danger constitution Um, that is a nine. You're only doing so much to hold back the flames, but you are helping and you are opening up this opportunity. Yep. Um, so all three of you will take plus one when you actually try to get the hell out of here. So you sweep up your possessions and the flames are closing in and the path is narrowing. You're not sure if you'll be able to get through or not. It would take a lot of dexterity to do so. Um, So how do you all broach this? Are you just running straight through the gap that's sort of narrowed, or do you have something else you want to do? Yeah, I think just sprinting. Can you roll dexterity with a plus one? Oh, don't even need it. That's a 13. Cremora leaps to the other side. Jolene, you're next. Yeah, I'm going to sprint straight through. So I rolled two twos again. That's seven plus one is eight. You get through, but the flames do catch you slightly. Roll a d6. Oh, now you roll a six. (laughs) (laughs) And Patsy, you're last. Uh, Yep, I will leap through and I get a plus two just because I get an extra plus one when I defy danger on the move. Could I also roll to aid? Like, I want to pull him through. Eight. Okay, and now Patsy will roll the fight danger decks with an extra plus two. Yep. Jesus. Okay. So that's a base 11. <laughs> plus one for decks, which is 12. Plus three, which is 15. Wow. Yep. Patsy gets a nice tan. <laughs> He's having a great day. <laughs> yeah, Patsy, you vanish and appear at the other side. Um... <laughs> Okay, so you escape the flames uh, just as they close back up. Your cart, your bedding, anything like that, it's all consumed in these green flames. (sighs) 
thanks for listening. Shout out to Remy and Kyle for supporting us on Patreon. Do you like cake? Have some cake. You earned it. Till next time. Bye. I definitely peeled back their armor, which included half their torso. (laughs) (laughs) You're like untinning them, basically. (laughs) Well, there's a reason that they call me the can opener. (laughs) Um, Hi, this is Patsy, and this is my Death Knight unboxing video. (laughs) 